The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bet. It's the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bet app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. I'm just about that action, boss. Back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no voice, no guys. Me, really real, really real. It's real from Virginia here at your service. Giants <laughs> 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 are the only team that can't. Well, not the only team, but you—you you really deserve. All bad things to come of you if you lose the close your eyes special. Scott Studio Rochelle. Scott had a heartbreaker too. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, doing pretty well. You're actually pretty lucky for this week because we're not we're not talking about your bad team. We're talking about my bad team instead. So you have the week off basically, because the Giants played one. So yeah. yeah. I get to talk about the Jets again. Whoopee. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, that's how that's going to go. We only got four games, though, for this episode. So it should be a bit short. Yeah, for real. First game up on the docket, Tampa Bay. On the road, going to play the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers opened up as a 10-point favorite. They're now a 12-point favorite. 41 and a half is the total here. Looking at the Bucks injury report here, and we have – Ever I can get it to load for me. There we go. So we have Carlton Davis with a toe injury. He was a full practice all week. We have Mike Evans, who was a full practice on Thursday after being limited on Wednesday. And we have a, a couple of offensive linemen. Godecki, he was a did not participate on Wednesday, limited on Thursday. You have Fueler, the guard, who was a full participant both days this practice this week. Josh Hayes, DB, full participant on Thursday. Ryan Neal did not participate in practice this week. Doesn't look like he's going to go. And Devin White was a DNP on Wednesday, limited on Thursday. For the 49ers, Trent Williams did log a full practice on Thursday. You have, let's see here. Yeah, that's pretty – I mean, that's really the biggest name out here. You got Aaron Banks, the guard, did not participate. Looks like he probably isn't going to be able to go – uh, McKivicks, the offensive tackle limited. You have a couple of offensive tackle injuries there. Uh, Samuel Womack, the corner in the secondary, he has full participant in practice this week. And you have the DN, Robert Beal, with the hamstring injury, full participant. Uh, Seems like a big spread, doesn't it? Kyle Shanahan laying 12 sounds terrible. I 
didn't say terrible. it was a big overreaction of last week because Tampa also won by double digits. Of course, Niners played a better team. They were on the road, but still, like Tampa wasn't bad last week. Oh, man. I'm trying to pull up what Kyle Shanahan's double digits spread numbers are again because I can't remember them right now. I know I have a They're system on it. Yeah, I know it's not good. It, like, why? But why is this – why is the – like, do you really look at these two teams and say there's that big of a disparity? I think the upside for the Niners is significantly higher than the upside for Tampa. But you can argue these teams are somewhat constructed in a similar way in the sense that they try to be defense first. They try to prevent the quarterback from doing anything stupid. But, mm-hmm. of course, Tampa's not great at running the ball. The Niners are. So that's kind of the main difference between these teams. The Niners at home have been really good. And I feel like that's the main question you have. Do you think the Buccaneers can go from a dominant home performance against Tennessee, who's not very good, if we're being honest, mm-hmm. going to San Francisco and keeping it close? I don't know that one. I think this number feels kind of right. You can argue it looks a, it looks a little bit big, but I see the Niners winning this game by like 14 points. So I, I guess the argument is, is going to come down to the why, or are you going to be on the right side of it? And I don't really know. So I think I'm going to lean Niners, but I don't really have a great – I prefer the under in this game as my favorite mm-hmm. play. But I think I'm going to lean Niners, but it's nothing strong. <sighs> Let me see here. Let me – I spent all that time and didn't even get everything that I need to put into the system to make this work. All right. So let's go nine and a half or more. Kyle Shanahan. I mean, I guess this kind of looks in his favor. Maybe it's the road stats, and the road stats is the thing that's throwing me off. Kyle Shanahan at home, when he's laying this number, is actually – when he's laying over – Nine and a half is actually five, one and one, eighty three point three percent. So, I mean, maybe it's a lot better at home, and maybe it's just on the road where he doesn't get it done. I, I don't. I guess I can. Were you more impressed by the Niners last week, or do you think the Jaguars are just very overrated? I think Jaguars are very overrated. Okay. I think it's a mix of both, but I feel like that's a good. Wait, like we've seen all season. Game was a murder. We've seen all season this Niners team give up big games to receivers, like big games to receivers. We had the Jordan Addison game, uh, Hollywood Brown, and Michael Wilson had a big game in in their outing. You think of like oh, I can't even think of people that they play right now, but like I just remember we've had really big receiver games, and now Mike Evans and Chris Godwin like. It's the offensive line. It's really the offensive line for the Bucks for me. I think that's the thing that's going to sell me on this not being able to happen. If they if they can't stop anything with the offensive line and give Baker time to throw, it's not going to matter. I'll take I'll take the I'll t- I don't want to lay eleven and a half. I'm not laying eleven. And a half. Yeah, yeah. It's five one and one. All right, I'll, I'll lay eleven and a half. I'll lay. It. I don't like it. It's definitely not making a lock on this slip for sure. 41 and a half is total. I mean, if they cover it, it's because Tampa wasn't able to score at all. Give me a Tampa team total under. They I'm winning under anyway. Yeah, give me an under. 41, under 41 and a half. Tampa team total under. It's, it's because Tampa didn't get any 
anything in the trenches with that defensive line. They weren't going to be able to get Baker anytime. When Baker's pressured, he's going to fold. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Under Tampa team total under. If, if San Francisco routes this game, it's going to be a route. All right. Next game up, 425 on the East Coast. We have the Seattle Seahawks on the road going to play the Los Angeles Rams. These two teams did link up in Seattle first game of the season where the Rams did get the dub. Seattle's now laying one on the road. 46 and a half is the total here. Injury report for these two teams. And it comes down to really who's quarterback for the Rams in this game. Yeah, I really think that's really what it is for me, too. But we got Tyler Lockett did not participate in practice. Uh, Kobe Parkinson, tight end, he, part- he was limited. Jamal Adams was limited. Abram Lucas, the tackle, was limited. Full participants went to Anthony Bradford, the guard, Damian Lewis, the guard, and Jordan Brooks, the uh, the linebacker. For the Rams, full participant, limited participants, I'm sorry, Kobe Durant, the DB, that's pretty good to see that he's limited already. And full participants in practice, you have Puka Nakua, Ernest Jones, Hunter Long, Bobby Brown the third, and Matthew Stafford. If Matthew Stafford plays, you take the Rams. If he doesn't play, you take the Seahawks. I think it's that simple. I think that is an easy flow chart for this game. If Matthew Stafford plays, you take the Rams. If he doesn't play, you take the Seahawks. Is there anything wrong with that, Scott? I can't believe they signed Carson Wentz. <laughs> that's my. That's the only thing I, I forgot. That I forgot those news. I forgot that was news. Yeah, because it's not really news. It's just the fact that he's actually on a team now. But I mean, they tried it with Baker for a game or two last year. It worked out pretty well. They actually won a game. But mm-hmm. Seattle's a team that has a pretty good record. The tied for first place. Yet when you watch them, you're really not that impressed. You know what I mean? Like they feel like mm-hmm. they're a run of the mill, fine like playoff team. And yet they're somehow tied for first place. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're a great team. The Commanders ended up having a tie game against them, and then they kicked the game-winning field goal there. We thought the Commanders were live in that game. They were because they covered. But I don't know. I'm just watching Seattle. I'm not a fan of Geno's decision making, and I think that the defense is fine. I thought it was going to be better, uh, but especially what we saw earlier in the year. But I think I'm going to lean to the Seahawks here. The Rams don't have a great home uh, home field advantage. They are off the bye though. So you can argue McVay off the bye is worth backing, but I don't think the Rams are any good. Like, I think Seattle's a playoff team. The Rams are not. That's kind of how I'm looking at it, so I'm going to lean to the Seahawks. But if Stafford plays, I probably agree with you. I just don't think Stafford's going to play. And the Rams own their first-round pick this year, by the way. So there actually is an incentive to tank. No, teams in the NFL don't tank, man. Most of them don't. I'm just throwing it out there that there is, I'd say – it's not like the Rams have no incentive at all to lose. They actually, this is one of the only years they own their own draft pick. So there you go. I just think Geno sucks, man. I don't think and he's good. Geno on the road. I, I think that this it's Rams in a defense dome, is going to get You say it's pressure. on the road. It's in a dome. So yeah. Yeah. But I mean, still like on the road. I mean, for whatever it's worth, this is probably still going to be a split with L.A., but I, I think that, you know, Aaron Donald and his defense can still get some pressure up front. Ernest Jones coming back into the lineup is really, really big for that defense to give them a boost. I, I, I don't see it, man. I don't see it. Like, at least if Matthew Stafford's in the game, he can take advantage of this Seattle secondary. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
I mean, Gino, last week was Gino's okay game, and they almost lost still. Like, he was okay. He was okay in that game. If you watched it, there was a, it probably looks a lot better on the stat sheet, but, like, if you watched it, there were some plays where you're like, oh, I really want that back, Gino. I, I, I can't bet on Gino right now, man. I, I'll take the Rams. Rams get sweet. All right. Before we get into the next game of the slate, got to talk to you guys about Bet365, world's favorite sports book trusted by 88 million users. I mean, they have size. They have totals. They have player props. They have parlays. They have same-game parlays. They'll even give you a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay, and they have an early payout offer. If your team goes up 17, they will pay out early. Early. You don't have to worry about a second half comeback. You don't have to worry about some heroics, anything like that. Once they go up that 17, they will cash out your bet. You win and you can go and use those funds and bet again. Bet something else, anything else. So go sign up today and choose from two bonus offers. Excuse me, two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no sweat bet or a bet five. Get 150 in bonus bets. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Hey, and make sure you utilize their Twitter page too, man. Utilize that Twitter page. If there's a line that you don't see on bet365, you can DM them on their Twitter page, and they will go and try to make it a line. They've done it before for me in the WNBA before. I haven't used it in the NBA or another market, but I'm definitely planning to, especially with some of these bench guys that I, I want to get a line on. So definitely make sure you use that feature. DM uh, at Bet365 and get uh, a line out if you don't see a line out there. Problem gambling call, 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks, the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. It's called Rebooted. If you have a player who exits in the first half of the game and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. It gives you that injury insurance that everybody's been asking for, especially like if you had Mark Andrews last night. Mark Andrews got rebooted in that game last night. Make sure you tap into prize picks. 100% deposit match up to $100. And you can play alongside a lot of people with prize picks. Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz. Look in the community plays tab. Just look in the community plays tab and see what some of the biggest names and prize picks are doing each week. Tap into prize picks. Go lock in PrizePicks Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use SGPN for our first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com. Use code SGPN. PrizePicks, I am going to be on Matthew Stafford's more this week on PrizePicks. Basically anything more for Matthew Stafford, even interception. Because Seattle's pretty good at takeaways. Even interception. I think basically every single uh, stat for Matthew Stafford this week, I'm going to be on his more. I just think this is a big Matthew Stafford week for the good and for the bad. All right, Scott, it's your turn. 425 on the East Coast. The New York Jets are traveling to Buffalo, play the Buffalo Bills. Bills are laying seven. 39 and a half is the total here. Looking at an injury report for this New York Jets team. And we have, oh, Lord, this is a lot. All right, Billy Turner, Chad Surratt, and uh, 
Uh, no, yeah, those who did not participate in practice, we have a full participant in practice for Quincy Williams, for Dwayne Brown, for Garrett. No, Garrett Wilson was limited in practice. Mekhi Becton was limited in practice. And Will McDonald was limited in practice. For the Buffalo Bills, we have a bunch of limited in practice this week. Micah Hyde, Cam Lewis, Jordan Phillips, Trent Sherfield, Dorian Williams, Christian Benford. Are you taking a seven with your New York Jets here? So I made a prediction in the middle of the Broncos game on Monday night, and my roommate can vouch for me. I predicted midway through the second quarter, Buffalo's going to lose. They're going to fire Dorsey after the game, and the Bills beat the Jets by 17. So far, two of the three have happened. So I can't go against my initial prediction. It was a three-part parlay in my prediction. I don't know what the odds of Dorsey getting fired were, but overall it's worked out pretty well. Uh, So I'm going to go with the Bills in the spot. The Jets can't score, simply put. They're a bad team offensively, and it's another wasted defense. I believe, according to Pro Football Focus, they're the number one defense in the league, and it's completely being wasted again because Zach Wilson is inept, and the offensive line is really bad. We saw against the Raiders they could not score a touchdown in the entire game, uh, which is not a good look because the Raiders aren't good defensively and you're in a dome and you still couldn't score a touchdown. So I think for this matchup, the weather report is definitely going to be important because you might get a snow game for this. Uh, Winds at about 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts around 25. There might be some snow involved. Have fun with Zach Wilson in the snow. It's going to be an ugly game. Give me Buffalo winning this game. Like I'm not even sure if the Jets reach nine points in this game. Give me Buffalo 23 to 6 for the sake of my 17-point prediction to complete my three-pick personal uh, parlay. Give me the under and give me Buffalo. I think it's a good spot for Buffalo, a desperate team, to come out with a new offensive coordinator. Maybe they'll let Allen run the ball more for once, and I think the Jets' offense is going to do nothing. They couldn't move the ball in bad weather against Tommy DeVito and the Giants. It took a miracle for them to even win that game. Take Buffalo to win this game comfortably. I yeah, I'm with you. I don't know what this Jets offense is going to be able to do in this game. Even though the defense is really bad, this just feels like the ultimate get right spot for Buffalo. You fire your offensive coordinator, and so you bring in the new guy. Offense gets a, a boost. The defense wants to play up. And this I like five Brady. five. I thought Joe Brady got kind of the. I thought he was a scapegoat with Carolina. I actually don't mind yeah. him as a coordinator. <laughs> yeah, I agree too. So five and five for this Buffalo team. I think. This is the wake-up game where you say, we're not going sub-500 here. We're going to turn our season around. We're going to turn around right now. We're going to start winning some football games. I, I'm I'm with you. This Jets team is really bad. Give me Buffalo minus seven. Uh, it's tough for a division game, but I think this is the side beyond. And I'm guessing you like the under because it's bad weather and the Jets defense and Zach Wilson being involved? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All of that, all of that, this, that, and the third. Under is yep. probably – that might be my lock for the week. I'm debating, but it's a possibility that that's my lock for the week. All right. Before we get into the last game on the slate, Scott, holy crap, we were rolling. Last game of the slate. But before we do that, got to talk to you about game time. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If you want to go and get tickets to any of these games last minute, maybe you want to go freeze your butt off in Buffalo and watch them destroy the Jets then. You can do that with the game time app. Buying tickets will be stressless here. Buying tickets instead of waiting on some guy outside the stadium. You can just go ahead on game time. They'll be there with you in minutes. And guess what? If, if you find somebody that's selling the same section and row for less, then game time will credit you 110% the difference. 
Download a game timeout, create an account, and use code CMPX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research platform for NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer. And you can use the revolutionary poly optimizer tool where hit rates broken down by leg, expect the probability for the entire parlay. Stop betting in dark, use and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app. Or use hofbets.com. Use code C S G P N to get fifty percent off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Last game on a slate for us. They gave us a small slate. Minnesota Vikings on the road. Going to play the Denver Broncos. Broncos are laying two and a half. 42 and a half is the total. Injury report for these two teams. And I have for the Minnesota Vikings. Well, you don't have to worry about a Kirk Cousins primetime game because Kirk Cousins is out for the season. But also might be dead because Cousins had 370 against San Francisco earlier this year. But still. Yeah, but I caught that. But I caught that one. So <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I think it's still alive. I, that was just my fault. I should have never said that they were going to win because they probably wouldn't have. But I said they were, so they did. <sighs> All right, so limited in practice this week. This is like a really – I'm just going to give you what everybody cares about this injury report. And the big players that are limited, Alexander Madison, TJ Hawkinson, Justin Jefferson. You have Josh Dobbs and KJ Osborne, who were full participants in practice. And then you have uh, Greg Joseph, the kicker, who did not participate in practice, but is not injury-related. It's a personal matter. The thought is that he's going to be there for the game this weekend. All right. We've got to have a conversation about Denver. Yeah, so Denver's injury report goes off with uh, Marvin Mims, who was a full participant in practice, along with Ronnie Perkins, the linebacker, then Jared Judy, who popped up limited on Thursday, and Ben Powers, the guard, did not participate in practice at all this week. Is Denver decent? No. I'm going to start off there. We can go no. from there, but that, that's got to be the first talking point that we have. No. Because I don't know if Denver is mediocre now. No. I mean, I guess you can't be mediocre. You got four wins. You just won three straight. But That's why I'm asking. It's against good competition, too. You beat the Chiefs. You beat. I mean, the Bills have not been good this season. I was so about going, to say, man, it's just the Chiefs. Like, and going that's a, and into that's a, Buffalo, though, that is not an easy place to play. I know Buffalo's in yeah, the middle of the town okay. here. That's, st- that's still a difficult spot. You could argue they should have lost because Sean Payne tried to blow the game with the rushed field goal at the end. But, I mean, it, it's been impressive. I got to give him props for it. Do I think the team's good? No. I don't think so, but I will admit they got drastically better defensively as the season went on. They gave up 70 points to Miami, and the last three games, they gave up 17 to Green Bay, 9 to Kansas City, and 22 to Buffalo. I got to get props to the defense. They got a lot better very quickly. I like Minnesota. In this and Minnesota's defense got a lot better very they quickly. Too. If we talk about it, this is the hottest team in the NFL right now, look at their past five games, what they're doing defensively, giving up 13 to Chicago, 17 to San Francisco, 10 to Green Bay. You did drop that 28 to Atlanta, but still found a way to win the game. And then you had that 19 to the Saints. I I don't know how you can fade Josh Dobbs at this point. 
Well, I'll ask you that as a separate question because we both agree that Denver, I might be a bit higher on them now than you are, but I don't think that they're a good team. I think that they're better. They're drastically better than they were earlier this season. Is Minnesota a good team? They might be. Yeah, I think they are. They might be. And the, the fact that they're still like they've won two games without Cousins at this point. They're also a playoff team last year, so there's a longer track record of them being actually a pretty good team. Last you could argue it's fluky because their point differential. I get it, but this team has been solid in general, and Dobbs has been good. Denver, every game they play is close, and every game comes down to the wire, with the exception of the Chiefs game, which was just a weird no-show game for Kansas City. I think I'm on Minnesota. Do I like it a lot? Not really, but I do think that Minnesota is going to do enough to hang around. And once again, Denver with that late game shenanigan situation with Buffalo found a way to blow another game. McDermott just blew it even more than they did. Mm -hmm. So I do think Denver might be winning this game and they'll blow it. Give me a Minnesota by like three. I see a very close game. One possession. I'll take the points. Yeah, I'm all over Minnesota in this spot. It's, no, it's never a good situation to bet Russ. And Russ is due. Like, he's so due at this point. 42 and a half. Under Sunday. I'll, re- I'll read off the weather. Oh, I do like the under in this game. Uh, the weather is not going to be as bad as Buffalo, but it's not supposed to be good. Uh, you're looking at a chance of rain, uh, winds of about 15 miles per hour, temperature somewhere in the 30s. So not the greatest weather. Minnesota is a dome team. So them going outdoors isn't exactly ideal. They also kind of got shut down offensively in the second half by New Orleans in that game. They won, mm-hmm. but still. It was not a pretty second half. I'm going to lean under. I think Denver needs to play ugly. And both these defenses have gotten better as the season went on. But it's another primetime, ugly weather game. Shout out to Cincinnati and Baltimore, by the way. We finally got an over in a primetime. But I'm going to lean under in this game. Give me Minnesota 2017. All right. Lock, dog, prospects. For my lock. Yeah, it's easy. I'm going to play it. Give me the under 39 and a half in that Jets and Buffalo Bills game. I mean, this series has just been an underfest for the most part. It's gone under in four of the last five meetings. And the only meeting it went over was when Buffalo put up 45. And yep. Grant, I don't think they'll do that because I think that this Jets defense is too live. And I think that the offense will look better, but it doesn't translate into a bunch of points. Whereas I, there's a good possibility that this Jets team might not score. So give me the under 39 and a half there. That's my lock. For my dog, super easy. Fate and Russ. I, I mean, it's a baby. No, look, give me the alt. Let me find an alt line. Let me find an alt line. We're going to fade Russ. And we're going to take Minnesota alt. What? Because this isn't. Because what's the what's the price? 115. Yeah, 115 is a baby dog. I can't co-sign it. People will be disappointed. All right. Alternative spread. I can take Minnesota to three. Minnesota coming by three. 160. Minnesota minus three, 160. Plus 160. First case I push and I give my money back. Yeah. So for me, I also like the under in that Jets game, but I think I'm going to go in a different angle. I do want to see how Joe Brady looks with this offense, but I do think Jets team total under at 16 and a half is a really worth something at about mm-hmm. minus 130. It's Zach Wilson in bad weather, potentially snow. We saw this against the Giants. It took a miracle. 
they basically did not score besides a dump-off pass to Brees Hall. That was the only way they scored. Then the shenanigans happened late. They kicked the field goal. They finished with 13 in overtime in that game. Buffalo's defense has not been good lately, but I think the bad weather is going to help. So give me the under uh, for the team total on the Jets at 16.5 as my lock. For my dog, I mean, there's only four games. Like That's that's the really annoying part to actually try to find a dog that I can pick. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's the de facto choice, but I mean, I t- <laughs> there's really not much to work with here. Uh, let me quickly see if there's any prop that I actually like uh, for this slate. Because I don't want to have the same exact picks as you again. We did that last week. <laughs> uh, what do we got here? Um, is there anything that I'm tempted by? I mean, Minnesota seems like the obvious choice. But let me just quickly see if there's... A- actually, you know what? I actually think there is something that I can take. Uh, let me. I just got to wait for this to load because I got to find the actual price. Okay, give me Hawkinson anytime touchdown at plus two, 295. Love it. I'll go with that. Hawkinson had a very good week last week, had about 128 yards and a touchdown. Or I don't think he had the touchdown. He had 128. Denver got torched by tight ends all year long. They they gave up a touchdown to Kincaid uh, on the Monday night game against Buffalo. Give me Hawkinson touchdown at plus 295. All right. Let's go over the prize picks and see here. So can we back Hawkinson on prize picks? 56 and a half receiving yards. I don't mind it. More? More. I like it. Let's go. I I want the Matthew Stafford in there. Worst case, we get a push because he doesn't play. But I think that, I mean, come on. Who is... They, they, they can't run the ball effectively. Matthew Stafford, one and a half pass touchdowns against Seattle, just feels like it. That just feels like I mean, play. we saw Hal torch that defense last week. So Yeah, give him Stafford, one and a half pass touchdowns. All right, that's two. One more, Scott. I kind of like Josh Allen rushing yards. Yeah. Bad weather. Turns the ball over OC. a lot to let him run. New OC, yeah, I'm with you. Let's see here. Rush yards, 30 and a half. I'll go with the over there. Or I'll go more. more. I'll more. go more than. Yeah. So we have TJ Hawkinson more 56 and a half receiving yards. Matthew, excuse me, Matthew Stafford more one and a half pass touchdowns. And Josh Allen more 30 and a half receiving yards. That rushing. three yeah. rushing, yes. <laughs> rushing yards. So that three correct contest will pay five. X your payout. 100 turns into 500. 1,000 turns into 5,000. Over on Prize Picks, make sure you use that code SGPN on Prize Picks. Get that 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? No, not really. Once again, kind of an underwhelming afternoon slate, but hopefully the games are good. Yeah, very much so. And so with the four people that are watching us live, make sure you like the video on the way out. And for everybody that's catching us through your ears and listening through podcasts, check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash NFL Gambling Podcast. Other than that, and make sure you leave us a five-star rating review, of course. Other than that, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending podcasts. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.